Hey folks, Alan here. I haven't had to do one of these pre-episode notes in a while, but I'm just letting you all know that uh, the sound effects in this episode are going to sound a little bit crunchy and rough. Um, the Magellan had the smart idea to play some fun sound effects and music during our tabletop campaign, which sounded very good to us, but then um, in the edit, due to a couple of goofs on my end that I did not save before doing, uh, I, I like highly compressed them, so I apologize for that. I don't think it detracts from the episode, and my alternative was to use our backup audio, which um, made me sound a lot worse, so I figured you would rather have the two of us sound good than have the sound effects sound good, if that makes sense. Um, but I apologize. I don't think it really detracts from the episode, but I just, in case people are like, why do these sound like they are like in 140p YouTube quality or something? That's why. Otherwise, please enjoy the adventure of Terry the Vampire Slayer. Hello and welcome to Chats in a Pickle, a podcast that covers non-struck work during the duration of the WGA and SAG strikes in Hollywood. I'm uh, I'm Magellan. I'm one of the hosts of this here thing, and I'm joined by my best friend and host as well. It's Alan. Hey, Alan. What's up? Hi, Megan. For those who don't know, I call Magellan Megan sometimes. Yeah, we're going to take on you know various names and roles tonight. Uh, as we enter into another realm, another another plane of reality, uh, we're gonna play a, a role playing game on on the episode today. But first, of course, the people want to know, Alan, did you eat any pickles this week? Oh dear listener, oh boy, I came so close. I teetered on the edge multiple times. I went to the supermarket with other people and I said, "Do you guys want pickles?" And they were like, "Not really." And I was like, "Well, you know, majority rules." Mm -hmm. One time okay. I even went to the, uh, I was mentioning to Magellan before the pot, I went to the liquor store to get some stuff. It's like a convenience store, liquor store. And I uh -huh. saw Vlasic, uh, not Vlasic Snackums, the Vlasic, the other ones that they have. And I was like, dare I? But I, my cart was already so big and I had such a long walk ahead of me. It wasn't meant to happen. It wasn't meant to happen. But I had burgers recently and I thought to myself, you know what this could use? Is a crunchy okay. pickle. Yeah. What about you? Any pickles? Um, No pickles, although... Uh, to my chagrin, after christening this season, chats in a pickle, I realized that uh, Trader Joe's has a a uh, imprint of chips called Chips in a Pickle. They're pickle chips, and I had some of those. <laughs> it, I did not steal the name from Chips in a Pickle. This is not a sponsorship of Trader Joe's because they're doing some pretty shitty union busting stuff right now. So oh. fuck those guys. Um. But uh, I did have those chips, and they were very seasoned. So I'd recommend people, you know, get some pickly chips. If you're not ready to go full pickle, but you want that pickle flavor in your life, some nice dill chips. That's what I did this week. So yeah, it's it, what's good is it does. I keep hovering around them, 
having this check-in is making me see pickles where I wouldn't otherwise see them. It's like in the Matrix when he sees the, he keeps seeing the woman in the red dress. I'm seeing pickles everywhere. I can't avoid them. <laughs> so it's inevitable. In that scene, it was just a giant pickle in a red dress. Is it not? Is it, I'm going to double check the edit. Keanu's like, ooh, like, whoa. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of the 90s, huh? The Matrix, the 90s, and cool stuff that we like from the 90s. Um, sort of, kind of. This is, again, not a promotion of the thing that's related to what we're doing, but the thing we're doing itself. Anyway, we're playing an RPG, a tabletop RPG on tonight's episode. It is the Buffy the Vampire Slayer RPG, uh, because as ardent, uh, you know, storied listeners of the podcast know, Alan and I watched Buffy and Angel before even starting a podcast and talked to each other on the phone. And then we were like, this is a podcast, what we're doing. So maybe we should do that. <laughs> Um, and of course we can't watch and talk about Buffy and Angel right now because those things are struck work, but we can make up our own story in that universe and do that. And so we're going to do that. The Buffy RPG published by Eden Studios in the early aughts, uh, I believe we are using the revised core rulebook, which was published in 2005, I want to say. And the original rule book was published in like 2002 or one or something like that. Um, but this game was in publication for a few years, kind of during the latter half of the show being on the air. And then for only a couple years after the show uh, went off the air while I believe Angel was still running. So yes. it was not very long lived. Um it's based off of Eden Studios kind of genreless system, which they call the Uni system, which is the basis for some of their other games. I think they have like an Army of Darkness tie-in game, and then they have some other stuff that's non-proprietary, like a, there's like a zombie game and you know that kind of stuff. Um, but this is a a bit of a hidden gem of a of an RPG system. So we're gonna test it out. Neither of us have ever played it before, but Alan, maybe you could share with the folks your ttrpg experience just to ground us in that certainly so uh i'm always interested in world building and storytelling so i am in fact the DD player who you know tries to role play and ask questions about the world more than i try to roll for initiative um i'm not big on combat so one of the first tabletop rpgs that i learned and was hoping to dm one day was actually dungeon world uh, i remember buying that player book from the creator of dungeon world at a pax east one year and i was like this is gonna be it i'm in i'm ready to be a dm for a game a gm for a game it's gonna be so sick and then i didn't and dungeon world has its issues it's whatever but uh you know i've always i always like these types of of uh core rule books that are like based around a property um because they allow the writers to really flesh out the world of the original property and let you put yourself into it and i, I think that's more fun than just like i think there's plenty of value in like a completely unique system but there is something immersive and entertaining about being inside of the universe that you know and love from another property i hope that answered your yeah, question totally. it did yeah um and i can just give people my context here i've been a long time buyer and reader of rpg books um yes. i have a deep passion for a well-made illustrated and designed system I haven't played as much TTRPGs as I would like, uh, but I am a sort of student of the genre, and I've definitely seen this book on shelves next to other books that I ended up purchasing, not purchasing this one. So 
it's exciting to actually give it a shot at uh, at playing it. And um, I don't know if you felt this way, but just talking about the product itself, this book is like very charmingly written um, and fun to read. And there's a lot of little things and details that show that the people who wrote it have a love for the the tone of the television series and we're trying to as faithfully as possible reflect the tv series in in this book which i really love there are little parts where it's a little corny um Mm -hmm. but it's earnest just like the original the original series like i'm just i'm on a random page that i'm on right now talking about range penalties they say to Mm -hmm. keep things simple this ain't the black hawk down rpg you know assume no penalty at short range and minus one penalty come on <laughs> so it's very quippy and it's actually a really fun read it's got some wild font work if i'm being honest <laughs> it's very loud yeah. if you just like thumb through it you're like damn that's a lot of fonts um yeah. it's yeah it's a it's a cool core rule book yeah i love uh when they're giving examples they also give a lot of examples which is helpful but they'll say like yeah. example time Still giving examples. Welcome to Example Town. Like they can't even just put the word example. It has it has to be a gag. Yeah, um, they're like, and I fun. wish more. I wish more core rule books did that. Where it's like, do you want to make a witch? Okay, here's what witch characters might look like. Here's a full character sheet for uh-huh. a witch, or here's a full jock archetype. They make because you know Buffy and then John Whedon stuff is like all, oh, but a lot of it is archetypes and playing with archetypes. So it makes mm-hmm. in universe sense that they would do that. Uh, yeah. The last thing I have to say about the rule book, by the way, is that it canonically gave Faith and Kendra last names um, because mm-hmm. they didn't have last names mm-hmm. in the show, and then yeah. they kept asking Joss Whedon, "Hey, what's Faith's last name? What's Kendra's last name? I know Kendra's in the show for three seconds, but what's her last mm-hmm. name?" And he's like, "Fine, it's Young," <laughs> and they're like, "Great, that's canon. That's in the comics now." <laughs> Boom, got him. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty fun. Um, Okay, so let's ground people in a couple of the core mechanics of the system just so they can understand and interpret what we're doing. I would say uh, we're probably going to be fairly like you were saying you're not a big fan of combat. I'm not either. This is also both of our first experience with this system. So we're probably going to like play it real loose and get some stuff wrong, uh, which, you know, is how it's going to go. So there's probably not going to be a lot of fighting um, and we're going to mostly lean on the core mechanic of the system, which involves rolling a 10 sided die, adding an attribute number and a skill number, and then comparing that against a uh, the check. thing you're trying to surpass, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe this is a system where the more you surpass the number, the more successes you accrue. Is that right? Yeah, um, like degrees. I did see something about degrees of success. Yeah, I think that's... Can, yeah, there are degrees of success. Want. So basically, uh, any total that's a nine or higher is a success of some kind. And then the higher you get above nine, the more degrees of success you accrue. And as the game master, or I believe this system calls it the storyteller, something like that, um, I might decide that there are certain things that are really difficult and require more levels of success or you know whatever the case may be. So that's how that system works, that core mechanic. And then the other thing in here that they have that's like more Buffy specific is their drama points. Um, And the drama points are essentially the player's opportunity to spend a point to say, I'm going to choose how this moment goes in the story. So like 
Um, what's an example of a drama point? One example is, I think it's called like, I think I'm fine or something like that, yeah. which is basically you can spend a drama point to say, eh, I healed and I'm not hurt. I jumped out uh, of the moving spend... car on the highway and I would have taken three damage at least, but I'm like, eh, I think I actually just kind of hit it. <laughs> oh, it's called I think I'm okay, um, yeah. which is pretty yeah. funny. Um, you can spend drama points to come back from the dead, uh, drama points to make a plot twist happen, Ooh. stuff like that. So um, those are at play here. And then the other thing that was interesting about the system is you can build characters that are differing in power level um, because, as we know from the show, uh, Xander is not as tough as Buffy is, but both of them need to coexist in the same coexist in the same uh, Scooby gang. So how do you do that? And the way that this game does it is there are like hero characters and there are white hat characters. And the white hat characters are your Xanders, your season one Willows, your uh, Dons, those kinds of people, yeah. Giles, who have specific narrow areas of expertise that are helpful, but they're not good at broadly as many things as Buffy's good at necessarily. And the way the game balances it, which is kind of fun, is it gives a hero Buffy character more points to distribute to like attributes and fighting maneuvers and stuff but it gives the white hat characters more drama points so the white hat right. characters can like save themselves from stuff that should have killed them or do something heroic uh or you know that kind of stuff so correct correct yeah so let's get started are you ready i'm so ready dude okay let me um should i tell people about my character well we're gonna do that in just a moment um i'm just gonna pull up some background sounds oh sounds okay. mm. <laughs> i searched ambient beach sounds on youtube and it still wants to give me clips from Baldur's gate 3 interspersed oh. into this it's like are you sure you don't want to just watch clips from Baldur's gate 3 instead uh, you're like i don't know actually i kind of mean yeah know. you you got me okay can you hear that I can. Okay. Hopefully there's some bird sounds in there. I don't know if there will be or not. And that should come up on your recording as well? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Ivy. Oh, shoot. I closed it. This is a complex operation. But... Okay. Uh, so first, you know, we got to do the dramatic uh, opening monologue. In every generation, there is a chosen one, except for this generation where there's like a lot of chosen ones. Uh, it's a whole thing. Basically, there was like a spell that was cast and now there's, there's more slayers is what's going on. Anyway, these, these slayers, they're not gonna stand alone. I mean, they, they, that used to be the thing, but now they're gonna stand together against the vampires, the demons and the forces of darkness. And they're, they're the slayers. And this is one of those slayers. Um, okay, so we find ourselves uh on the beach at night mm -hmm. night beach and it's night beach the gentle waves rolling in uh the lights of passing headlights illuminating the sand dunes as cars drive by pretty sparingly but but there are cars that are driving by um and basically do you remember the scene of the first episode of buffy where they're in the high school and there's like <laughs> the guy and the girl and then ah, one of them's a vampire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I imagine that scene, pretty much beat for beat, uh -huh. uh, but it's on a beach, and now the tone has been set. 
yeah, there's, you know, she bites him on the neck. Uh, I'm a vampire. Screaming. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Fade that out. The sun rises. Today is a... This is when I get to use all my special dice. Today is a Thursday. <laughs> the weather is thundery stormy. Ooh. In the small Cape Cod town of Ilsip. Everybody pronounces it Ilship because that's how it's spelled, but it's one of those classic Massachusetts things where Bill's hip. Yeah. Where the people who live there, it's kind of the shibboleth where like they know how it's pronounced. <laughs> Worcester is pronounced Worcester, Worcester. not Worcester. Uh <laughs> that kind of stuff. It's Quincy, not Quincy. Um, Quinky, if you're our friend Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's Weymouth, not Weymouth. So it's Ilsip, not Ilship. But you can tell a tourist because they'll call it Ilship. And uh, the town of Ilsip sits on the southern part of Cape Cod. So if you were to pull up a map of Cape Cod, it's next to... Like near Harwich? Uh, Yeah, it's kind of... um, Or more like Barnstable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Near Harwich. That's good. It's it's, uh, not quite at Chatham. Uh, but it's past Dennisport. Um, I see. So yeah, it's 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 near Harwich. During the calendar year, the town of Ilsip only has about five thousand people. I just rolled the seven-sided die, by the way. Um, nice. It only has about five thousand people year-round. But in the summer, which this is the summer, this is the Thursday right before Memorial Day weekend. In the summer, that population balloons to as many as. Give me a bigger number. No, 4,000 is smaller. 39,000 people. Whoa. So it goes from 5,000 to 39,000 people. Over the Popping off in Ilsip. Okay. That's right. Because there's just so many people who want to come down Cape. And, uh, you know, it's a lot easier than going all the way to Provincetown or uh, or uh, Wellfleet or, or a place like that. Yeah. Um, now, Terry Dayton That's me. is a local of Ilsip who lives here year round. And Terry, you've seen pretty much throughout your life, these crests and falls, these ebbs and flows of population in the town of, of Ilsip. Um, But something is different about this particular time around. Mm -hmm. And that's because for the past couple weeks, you've noticed yourself having some abilities that are new to you. You've noticed yourself having premonitions. You've noticed yourself having a tingling on the back of your neck as if something is amiss or there's something nearby that's dangerous. Um, These are abilities that you don't yet fully understand, but they started happening around this this, uh, month, the past two, three weeks or so. um, And you have a sense that for some reason, the summer of 2003 is going to be a summer unlike any other in your life. Hmm. Tell us... What is Terry Dayton up to on a thundery, rainy Thursday in his hometown of Ilsip right before Memorial Day weekend? What are you up to on that day? I think Terry's going for a run. Uh, He likes to go for runs by the beach, even in the rain. Uh, I like to go for runs by the beach, even in the rain. And I feel like uh, there's like some there's like a thrill to it. And also, you know, it's beachside. So we get so much nice weather that it's kind of. It's almost exciting when the weather is not idealistic around here. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, oh, it's like thundering and it's so spooky. And I love, I love spooky vibes. 
So I'm out. I'm, I'm getting in. I'm about three miles in. I'm, I'm heavily sweaty, though. I've been <laughs> at it for about 30, 35 minutes at this point. And what are the things that float in and out of your mind on this run? Are you listening to music on the run? Are you not? Keep in mind, you you wouldn't have like a, a smartphone. It's 2003, but you might have like an iPod or something like that. Or a, or a, um, Walkman. Or a Walkman. Yeah. Uh, so is there music? What's on there? What's What's floating through your mind? What are you thinking about on this run? I think I actually left the Walkman at home today because my dad wanted to use it because he's like building stuff in the garage. He likes mm-hmm. to do stuff like that when um, when the weather's not good. So mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just out here with my thoughts. Uh, been thinking about uh, something a friend said to me recently, which was that you know the first mile of a run is is not the run. It's the it's the hard parts. It's the second and third and fourth miles and mm-hmm. how we all have to kind of like build up into who we're supposed to become just mm-hmm. kind of like spinning that idea around in my head like a rubik's cube um mm. trying to make sense of it and like what does that mean and like when am i going to come into the quote-unquote interesting part of my life because mm. i don't feel like i'm there just yet mm. and are you running for a particular purpose is there a like a race or a goal is this just a regular practice uh i think this is just a yeah it's in the routine you know thursdays is my run day and then friday i either go for a walk or i go to the local gym um so this is just you know uh, i'm 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 sticking to my routine i'm happy to be on the on the third or fourth day of this week of workouts Mm. um do you have your dice handy i do okay um let's roll to see how you're feeling at this point in the run so i want you to add your constitution modifier your constitution which is seven score which is seven and your sports skill which is zero yeah okay so i rolled a two plus seven that's nine okay so at this point in the run, you're still feeling like you have a little bit in you. Um, that's a success, but you definitely are in kind of the latter part of this run. So you're starting to think about where you might want to like stop off to take a break or what the post-run activity is going to be. So is there like a, a go-to place when you're on this particular path where you would take some time to stop for yourself? Yeah, the loop actually goes up to this sort of precipice that overlooks the, <laughs> the beach um, that I really mm-hmm. like. Um, mm-hmm. Gives me a good view. Uh, I'm probably going to skip the nice view, though, today because I'm just going to get really wet. Mm-hmm. Um, so my gut says that I should start the loop back towards home, but keep on the main trail. Okay. Um, so you run, so you're going to pass that overlook point, right? Correct. Okay. Take a right where I could have taken a left. Gotcha. Um, so you decide at this point, like the view isn't quite right, or you're just not in the space to sit in the rain. You like running through it, but not lingering in it. Um, and so you're going to take uh, a different path and curve uh, 
past this is kind of like a side street route this is a residential area that you're familiar with in Ilsip. Um, and actually this is a part of town that is full of houses that people don't live in year round um, because they're houses that are like time shared and rented out for the summer so you know that this is an area where if you run through here you're usually not going to be bothered by anyone or anything. Perfect. Um, so you, you sort of take this route and decide to go that way. Um, what is What are you planning to do when you get home? Like, what's the first thing that's on your mind for that? Um, obviously, kick the shoes off, take a nice shower, uh, got to eat something. I skipped lunch today, unfortunately. Um, I was really busy um, at work. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm trying to eat whatever mom's got on deck. I forget. I think she mentioned something about pork chops. I could be wrong. Uh, mm. It's not always top of mind when she tells me. So, But I'm definitely eating first thing. And what's work? What does Terry do for work? Um, I think Terry work. I believe I work at the um, one of the local like surf shops because Mm -hmm. i get to meet interesting people and i get to watch sometimes new people surf for the first time and it's kind of fun watching people go on their their little arc and like get good at surfing and become recurring customers and stuff it's a big surf town you see i don't surf myself do you know how to uh i tried once i had a bad incident when i was younger doing it um Mm. and i just haven't tried again i'm not like traumatized by it but like it's just it i've had no reason to i've had no desire to Mm. but you terry likes to sort of provide for other people's enjoyment of the beach and that kind of thing got it um as you run through this part of town um you don't have that usual feeling of being alone there's this kind of unshakable sensation even from these empty houses and nobody would have come down cape today it's pouring rain people are waiting it out to see if you know friday things look a little better or saturday even or god forbid you know we take a quick john out on sunday and then drive back later that day so people are waiting out the rain um nobody's living here for the summer yet but you feel like you're being watched as you move through this part of um this residential area you try to put it out of your mind and before you know it well let's roll uh i want you to roll for me okay i want you to add perception and notice to this roll Four and zero. Zero. Plus two again. Uh. <laughs> so that's a six? Yeah. Okay. Um, you peer through some of the windows as you go by, and things don't look out of place as far as you can tell. Um, it doesn't seem like anything's been ruffled there are no cars around but for some reason you notice some of the like upstairs windows are ajar 
uh, which is unusual. But to you, it's just like maybe somebody forgot last summer to close this or they sent people to work on the house who forgot or whatever. Um, It doesn't strike you as totally unusual, but it doesn't make you feel any more comfortable for sure. You eventually make it home. Um, So talk to me about what getting inside, what that process is like and who you're going to be talking to first once you get inside. Uh, I have a very good relationship with my mom. So I kick in the shoes on the mat and I say, hey, mom, I'm back. Uh, And I can already tell I'm going to get an earful about uh, going for a run in the rain. Hmm. So I'm preparing myself mentally for that. So did you say something to the to your mom? Sorry. Yeah, I said, "Hey, mom, let's go. I'm back." Oh my God, Terry, we've had this conversation, sweetheart. You are soaking wet. Mom, it's fine. I mean, I don't. I didn't like bring anything with me. It was only like 45 minutes around the bend, you know. Sweetheart, sweetheart, can you just put put your shoes by the door, please? Put your of shoes course. by the door. Take and the the shirt, the shorts, whatever. I'll turn this way if you need me to. Just I don't want it's all of the mom. wetness on the carpet. <sighs> I shake out like um, a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a nice time? Oh, it's great. You don't always get weather like this. It's kind of fun, kind of an adventurous. You know, um, I, I took a different route this time though. I, there was a weird. There was like a house with open windows though, which I thought was strange, but I didn't look into it. I just kind of ran by mm-hmm. it. Those people are going to be pretty upset when they come to their house and the top floor is soaking. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, mom, what's what's for dinner? By the way, I forgot what you said it was for dinner. Oh, uh, we're having pork chops. Oh, okay. Yes, that's why I, I remembered correctly. Nice. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, I was thinking. I mean, we're going to have pork chops, but I was mm-hmm. thinking tomorrow if the weather's nice. Um, there's this new there's this new place that's supposed to be amazing in uh in downtown. Um oh. they've got like a chowder or something. It's supposed to be really good. Oh talking clam chowder, we're talking some nuts and chowder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're talking some chowder, yeah, that's right. Awesome. Oh, you're Let's funny. Do it. I'm down. You're funny. Come after okay. Work. Great. Um that sounds absolutely lovely. So yeah, so why don't you please put on some dry clothes and uh the chops are you know they're chopping uh they're almost chopped so i'll see you down here soon okay roger that captain thanks sailor <laughs> i think i put on a graphic tee i think i put on like a really corny graphic tee that maybe says a bad word on it and okay like it's 2003 so what does it say on it <laughs> um oh it's like a riot girl shirt i'm like the ones i'm like the one guy who likes riot girl mm-hmm. and nice. it's already a little kitschy because it's 2003 uh-huh uh I'm trying to think of something it says crust punk <laughs> <laughs> in like a really cool font that's funny in the small font it says bikini kill mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my it. ex gave it to me Oh, well, tell me more about that. Uh, we were seeing each other in college. She was uh, way more alternative than I am, so to speak. Mm. Uh, 
and she got me into a lot of cool music and she was really weird and cool and I ended up breaking up with her after we graduated because it didn't seem like she really had any like career path or like plans to go anywhere big after college mm. uh, which is funny because I did have those plans and I ended up staying here oops what what were those plans for Terry for Terry I mean I've always wanted to, to like move to Boston or something or, or even mm-hmm. go further west I had a friend uh, Jonas in college who went to New York for music um, mm-hmm. which I always thought was really cool but I've never been like very creatively inclined um, I just kind of work and like play like video games what i do uh and what was the ex's name delilah is jonas still out there in new york i haven't kept up with it i haven't called him in a while um so i i you know it would assume so but i have no way of really knowing we don't like send each other letters or anything Hmm. i think about him sometimes though Hmm. um what's your routine for freshening up before before dinner like i said we got the bikini kill t-shirt on yeah we uh well we showered obviously yeah uh before dinner i am definitely a no socks in the house kind of guy so i got my fun flip-flops and hmm, i didn't really do my hair i just kind of like part it to the side so that mom doesn't get mad and it's out of my face but i'm not like doing anything with it Mm -hmm. Uh, for those at home my face casting actually for terry is uh they're in the buffy comics like the sequel comics there is canonically one male slayer uh and i forget his name but i googled male slayer and started reading about this guy um billy lane is his name so if you look up billy lane on the buffy wiki that's my Mm -hmm. face cast for terry so yeah i tossed my hair to the side looking kind of comfy i took the puka shell necklace off also because uh mom doesn't like that and yeah that's pretty much it nice um so you find your way back downstairs for dinner and there's pork chops and green beans and some mashed potatoes it's pretty good uh it's pretty quality dinner it's who's in the house you your mom you said your dad yep who is there Uh, anybody else in the house or just the three of you older brother doesn't live at home anymore okay what's the brother's name tony 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 um where's the older brother he lives uh he lives out west he moved out west like four years ago i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um he's trying he's actually trying to be an actor oh yeah okay tony i do still send letters to him though we talk tony and i talk frequently yeah uh, let me just roll real quick to see how tony's doing oh please okay um yeah tony uh you know he hasn't hit that big break yet but he's certain it's just around the corner god bless that's what's going on with tony good to hear um all right so you have dinner yum 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 tasty tasty is there anything you want to talk to your dad about um my dad seems like the kind of guy who's like uh holds the newspaper up in front of his face Mm -hmm. doesn't like to talk much but He's got a soft side for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like sitting right next to him, asking how his day was, trying uh-huh. to trying to be friendly. Hey, what's going on? How was that thing? I remember some specific detail you mentioned a while ago. Mm. 
Uh, it was good. Yeah, can't complain. That's good. Um, did you ever uh, did you ever hear back about that that other job opportunity, the one that I I sent you? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. They uh, they said no. Oh, I'm sorry, Dad. It's okay. They said I was too qualified, overqualified. They said. Yep, yep. It's it's been like that. I know. But I figured I, I still think you should be looking out for carpentry jobs because I feel like you like it a lot and I don't really want you to be happy, Pop. I hey, I am happy. I'm very happy. I've got you, I've got your mom. Uh we've got this amazing weather. I'm yeah, being sarcastic. <laughs> I got it. No, I got it. That's yeah. yeah. Classic that. And uh and my favorite T V shows are on tonight. Uh, you know, such as uh, was on, what was that website that we found that said yeah. what was on TV? August 2003 television. No, May. It's May. Oh, sorry. May 2003. <laughs> oh, what was the website called? Like TV, Twitter, whatever. 2003 in American television, May. Uh, ooh, the daytime. Oh, I think I found on. it. TV Tango. TV, TV Tango. Tango. Good job. Good job. Good job. Okay, see so it was on TV May oh golly. All right. Two thousand three. Yep. Let's hit this. Oh, I was one day off. I was on Wednesday. Twenty ninth was Thursday. What was Buffy on? <laughs> <laughs> uh my favorite shows are on after this. I can't wait to watch The Pulse with Mike Tyson. What? <laughs> Dad, you have to at nine PM tonight. But I don't know if this is the thing I'm struggling with. Do I watch all of The Amazing Race and I miss part of The Pulse? Or do I watch miss the end of The Amazing Race? I think you should watch the end of The Amazing Race because that's the part that's like worth it. Yeah, but then I might not have time for The Pulse because we got to switch over to Frasier at 930. I, I, if you're asking me and I'm the kid, it's Amazing Race and it's Frasier. I think The Pulse can wait. I don't think it'll last. I'm just my my guess. Just my guess. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're so right. I mean, that show yeah, is man. dead on arrival. Doesn't even come up on IMDb. Uh, sorry. What <laughs> <laughs> has Bill o Bill O'Reilly on it? I really? Think like new, I think it's like a news show. <laughs> I don't oh. think it's a fiction show. Uh, yeah, it's like a news show on Fox or something. Great. Uh, anyway, honey, uh, this was delicious. Thank you so much for the chops. <laughs> I guess I'm both. both yeah, of you're them. both. You're both. Uh huh. She's like in the other room, not even in this conversation. <laughs> Fully not involved. <laughs> uh, so the night, you know, passes without incident. The pulse is not watched in favor of the Amazing Race and Frasier. Uh, it was a pretty good. It's a rerun. Uh, Bristle while you work, part one of a three-parter. Ooh, a good um, one. solid episode. Yeah, Niles really does some stuff. Uh, so late series, you know that. Yeah, late, late series, Frazier for sure. Uh, and then it's time for bed. What's uh, Terry's bedtime bedtime routine? Uh, sometimes I call a friend and we talk until I get sleepy. But mm -hmm. everyone's probably busy tonight because it's Thursday. They're either out drinking or. Uh, they're just busy and I don't have anyone to talk to. So instead I'm going to pick up an old book that I haven't picked up in months and try What's to the read book? it. Top selling. 
<laughs> oh, I'm in the middle of my. I was in the middle of a Dark Tower read. I'm on the Dark Tower. Uh, oh, vibe. cool. That's cool. Wolves, yeah. Wolves of the Kala. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is the first Dark Tower book, or no? It's, in it's the... the. It's I think it's the fifth one. Oh, okay. You're deep in the series. Yeah, I'm like. The thing is, like, I haven't read them in a while, and so I thought I'd be confused, but they're all like so self-contained that it's fine. But this yeah. is, a, I like, I like reading about Roland. He's cool. <laughs> I did it for the listener. I have read the first Dark Tower book, just out of character. Nice. It's good. Nice. I heard the last one's nuts. Anyways, um, okay, so you have a cozy night reading the Dark Tower books, the that book, the fifth book, and. Uh, at a certain point, you nod off to sleep. Uh-huh. As you sleep, your dreams become a bit frantic. Hmm. And images flash in front of your mind. Um, images without context or meaning, it seems. Nope, not a Domino's. <laughs> What a dream! I'm having a weird dream. Uh, Let me tell you some of the images that flash in front of your mind here. You start off in a dark, spooky wood. You're wandering through the woods and come across a campfire. At the campfire... There's a single black cat. The cat is standing next to a a wooden stick with s'more materials with a marshmallow on it that's burning to a crisp slowly. The fire seems to take over the marshmallow, but then rewind itself. And then it takes over the marshmallow faster. And then it turns blue. And then it turns green. There's just some weird stuff happening with this marshmallow s'more. And the cat sort of cocks its head and looks at you and says, Terry, be careful, Terry. Things are not what you think those things are. As the cat is saying this to you, its eyes begin to turn into hypnotic swirls. Swirls that draw you closer and closer until everything around you is these giant swirls. The swirl is a red line on a white background. That background flickers between white and black. And the red line slowly disappears along its swirled pathway until it's completely gone. Two figures come out of the darkness. One an almost charming, spooky Halloween-looking ghost. The other, a woman in evening wear with an umbrella and a small purse. The woman takes out a magician's wand, twirls it, and suddenly the three of you are sitting in the back of a carriage. A carriage without a driver, without horses, but still the clip-clopping sound of hooves. Guiding you along the beach in Ilsip, not Ilship. I'm from here, it's Ilsip. The ghost turns to you first 
Hello? Hello, Terry. Halloween is going to come early this year. Your calendar is upside down. Upside down. The woman laughs. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Your calendar's perfectly fine. It just has a few more days than you may have expected. Or a few less. The ghost whips off its sheet and covers you with it. Everything is darkness again. The last image that... <laughs> the last image that shimmers in front of your mind is you. But a version of you that's very small. Small enough to fit into the palm of your hand. Hey, Terry. Hi, little Terry. What's up, dude? Not much. Not much. I'm just enjoying uh, enjoying the summer. What's up with you? Oh, you know, it's been raining out. Weather has not been great. Um, did you happen to see that um, weird sexy lady in the Halloween sky? Sorry, hold on. I'm getting an advertisement from Citizens Bank. Okay. Sorry, what did you say, Big Terry? Um, yeah, little Terry. I was asked. I was just saying. I like went out for a run in the rain, and I was wondering if you saw the really sexy lady and the Halloween ghost walking around on the carriage, riding around. Run out, huh? Run out. Yeah, run I'd be out, more worried out. about the rain, but not the rain you're thinking of, and not the other rain you just saw. The rain that's going to come. You better tell me what you mean and be specific. I want answers. What's uh, going on? Roll, roll for me intelligence and languages. Let's do that. Okay, it's four plus zero. Why didn't I put points into anything? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, I got a 10. Okay. Um, you're realizing that this small Terry is speaking to you in the cadence of like a, a book that you used to read as a kid that was kind of like a fun book for learning words and stuff. Um, like a hooked on phonics. Yeah, and it's reminding you of a specific page about different homophones and suddenly that page comes into your mind as the small terry echoes the rain you should be worried about the rain but not the rain you saw today r-a-i-n highlights itself or the rain you just saw r-e-i-n but the rain that is to come r-e-i-g-n that word floats in front of your vision, turns red, begins to leak blood, and you wake with a start on Friday morning. Rain. What does it mean? Interesting. 
Um, you have work this morning, right? I do. I'm gonna stop reading before bed. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, all that dark tower stuff's pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can already smell uh, the eggs cooking downstairs. Your dad cooks eggs every morning. That's sort of the division of labor between your parents. Is your mom is the actual uh, creative one who puts thoughts into things, and your dad <laughs> uh, <laughs> makes the just eggs. Just as a creature of habit, who makes the eggs every morning, and that's that's his thing um so what's your morning routine what gets you downstairs i leap from my boxers into my shorts and i throw on the flippies that are next to my bed and i sprint downstairs cartoonishly fast uh-huh. uh, carried by the smell <laughs> line of the eggs because i'm i'm a hungry boy i'm a growing yeah. lad of in their mid-20s <laughs> uh-huh. good morning family uh good morning terry how'd you sleep you know, I slept fine, but I had these weird, weird dreams. I know you guys don't always like to hear about them, but and then I ah, whatever. <laughs> I just start recounting. <laughs> I gotta give them the whole fucking deal. Uh you know, I took a psychology class in college, and uh, I honestly don't know what that means. <laughs> you sound pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Don't try to be out too late today because America's Funniest Home Videos is on tonight at 8 p.m. <laughs> I know it's a repeat, but God, that show's good. And Bob Saget, he's just, he's got a talent. He's got and a- if we get bored of it, we can watch Reba. Ooh, with gentle hands on the heart of a fighter. Fighter, she's a survivor. Right, Dad? Right? You got that right. <laughs> Yay. Um, so <laughs> that's your interaction in the morning. Uh, so talk me through how you get to work, who you run into there. Like what's that whole process getting to work like? Skateboard to work, fun music plays. Um, I'm so dexterous. And so I'm able to flawlessly skateboard to work without falling on my face. Uh, Do you want to do any cool tricks? Yeah, I tried to, I try to grind off the rail that goes down to the beach. Okay. Um, let's have dexterity and uh, call that Kung Fu. <laughs> Dexterity and kung fu. That's a six plus five. That's I'm starting on an eleven. <laughs> okay. I'm adding a four. Okay, 15. fifteen. So on the uh, success table, that is very good. So describe to me a very good skateboard trick, please. So I've been practicing this one for a while, and I've definitely failed it enough that people here know like he's gonna eat shit, and when he eats shit, he falls into the sand, so he doesn't really get hurt, but like we still laugh at him. And mm-hmm. this once, I finally got on this random Friday in May. I I leap up, I grind the rail like I'm fucking Sonic the Hedgehog in the recently released Sonic Adventure 2 battle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, I just shred it, and then I land firmly on the sand. Like, hell yeah. What's up, guys? Good morning. Happy Friday. Whoa! Every Like, everybody who saw that was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Is there a kid who has an ice cream, and, and he's like so shocked that the ice cream rolls off and lands on the sand? Yeah, a hundred percent. It was actually yes. two scoops, and they roll off independently of each boom, other. Boom. <laughs> awesome, sick. Um, uh, so the surf shop. Who shares your shift with you? This like morning shift. A really cynical, just jaded woman mm-hmm. uh, named Jessa. Um, mm-hmm. She's not that much older. I think she's thirty. I never ask. It's rude to ask, but I, I know she's old. She's older because um, she has a beach house for herself. But uh, yeah, she's just like, "Hey, what's up? 
morning did you did you clean out the back last night i'm like uh sorry i'm i'm actually playing jess i shouldn't do no that. that's fine i'll do i'll do the rest of her lines before okay i'm just giving you i'm giving you a sample so yeah. i'm like yeah yeah i cleaned them out yeah okay cool cool uh today's gonna suck why is today gonna suck <sighs> why is today gonna suck oh my god do you know what weekend it is uh oh uh the labor labor memorial memorial day i always get them mixed up memorial day weekend <laughs> yeah it's it's fucking national ill ship weekend oh we're gonna get a bunch of ill shippers coming to town everybody's gonna want to try i mean maybe this morning's not gonna be so bad because they're driving in but god tomorrow is gonna be hellish that's the only word i can use to describe it it is going to be <laughs> literal hell on earth you're so dramatic. You're always so dramatic about this stuff. I think it's going to be fine. I mean, it's whatever. It's not like we... This job's not hard. It's blood-sucking. <laughs> I guess. You got to have a positive attitude about it. I don't know. I think I'll probably go to the movies later. Oh, what are you going to see? <sighs> movies in theaters in May. I heard, I heard The Matrix Reloaded is good. Um, <sighs> yeah... I don't know. I thought the first Matrix was kind of derivative. You of all people, Nessa, seriously? All right. What about Bruce Almighty? Does that look good? I'm probably just going to go see Daddy Daycare just for the joke of it. You're really going to go to a movie just for the joke of it? Why don't you, why don't you just like enjoy something sincerely? Can you imagine? I might wait till tomorrow and go see that new Pixar movie. It's about fish or something. Oh, I don't finding finding mario or something i don't know i heard i heard it was boring kid stuff yeah. whatever i don't really care i'm cool like you it's fine yeah i also hear there's this like really good clam chowder place in town or something oh yeah look I mean, it's it's on the it. front page of the ilsip the ilsip uh fire fire the ilsip fire oh and uh she tosses like a very thin newspaper at you it's like a two-page newspaper, and on the front it says, uh, "It says Ilsip goes ham for clam." Parentheses chowder. Uh, who wrote this? Who writes any of them? I think they probably just. Uh, hold on, AI doesn't exist yet. Um, I think they probably <laughs> just like hire an intern to write it or whatever. I mean, I could write better stuff than that. You should. I've seen. I've seen you write. You scribble and stuff. I feel like you could write. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, if you need me, I'm going to be listening to White Stripes in the back. I can hear Seven Nation and... Army on like really crusty <laughs> headphones. Um, it's a pretty slow morning uh, on the shore here at the surf shop, probably because not a lot of people drove in yesterday. Yep. Um, but you spy as you're sort of like looking out at the beach, something kind of unusual, not like disturbingly so, but given the dream you had last night, it feels a little disturbing that you see a black cat walking along the sand. Oh, hey, little buddy. I'm going to, like, just walk right out of the fucking kiosk or whatever. You're going to leave your post? Yeah, I'm going to leave my post. It's not that busy right now. Jessa doesn't notice. Yeah. She's listening to Icky Thump. <laughs> I don't know if that was that album, but anyway, you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, no, that, <laughs> that was not that album. She's four years early to Icky Thump. Yeah, it's an unreleased it. uh, B-side or whatever. Demo, yeah. 
Um, okay, so you go up to the cat. Uh huh. I try to pick it up. Okay, you try to pick up the cat. Um, yeah, give me. Um, I want you to make two different rolls here. The uh-huh. first is perception and occultism, and the second is dexterity and uh, acrobatics. Okay, perception and occultism is eight plus ten, eighteen. Killed it. Eighteen. Okay. Yeah. And then what was the other one? Uh, dexterity and acrobatics. Six plus two is eight plus six. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. So you said eighteen and fourteen? Yep. Um, okay. So you manage to let me just see something here. Okay. Uh you go to scoop up this cat, and despite how good of a grasp you think you're gonna have on it, it manages to slink through your arms in that sort of graceful cat like way. Um, that that only cats can do and as you're thinking that only cats can do this you are a hundred percent confident that this is not a cat it looks like a cat it moves like a cat it meowed like a cat this is for sure there's something telling you deep in your brain that this thing is not a cat you just have a sense about it that's weird. This is this seems distinctly not cat like. Um, I'm gonna try to look at it, look it in the face, and talk to it. Okay. What do you oh. want to say? Blink twice if you're a cat. It blinks twice. Damn. All right. Well, that closes that book. Uh, no. Uh, I try to like pick up, like I hold a hand out to see if it'll give me its paw. Like, is this thing smart? Is it trained? Uh, it goes to sniff your hand, and then it meows at you. Hey, bud going on it kind of nips nips the tip of your finger Ouch. a little bit okay okay rude kitty let's go we get it we love it we love to see it um you want to come back to the kiosk with me so we can do work together your little work buddy it goes and rubs its face against your leg oh he loves me finally a friend. well i wouldn't go that far uh-huh did you ah. just say something uh no 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 i didn't say anything Pretty sure that was also you saying something. I'm a cat. I'm a little cute cat. Meow, meow, meow. All right. Well, that, that closes uh, that book. I guess you're a cat. No, what? hold on. Who the hell are you? And why are you talking look, to me through a cat? Look, kid, yes. you're going to ruin this for me. I'll level with you because I can smell it on you. I can tell you're a slayer and I don't want to be slain. Does Terry know what a slayer is? Um, I think he's heard about them through friends. Because it's pretty new that there are slayers other than Buffy and Faith at this point. It's like Willow cast the spell that made new slayers like a couple weeks ago. Oh. So maybe there's like internet rumors or something like that? Yeah. I see that's the best I I can get. Look, I can smell it on you. You're one of those new slayers. Just, I don't want a hard time. I'm just trying to live my life as a cat. Uh, I don't think I'm a slayer. I mean, I'm a guy, first of all, so that kind of... <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe you don't uh, know your own strength or something like that. Whatever. Oh, you really don't know, huh? No, I, I've heard of Slay... Like, my friend on the web zone told me there, there was... There, there's, like, over in, in Sunnyvale across the country, there was, like, a slayer or a couple slayers or something, but... Tell you what. Either. You let me be... And I'll let you in on a little something. I look around to see if anybody notices the cat. Does anybody else notice this cat? Um, there's not a lot of people around, but nobody is really taking notice of your conversation with the cat. People can see it, but I don't think anybody's noticing that it's talking right now. Right, right, right. You're okay. the only one that's within earshot of it. Uh, it's been a weird early beginning of summer anyways. You know what? Screw it. Sure. <sighs> All right. So look, basically... All those stories you were told as a kid about 
things that go bump in the night, they're not stories. They're real. And I'm one of those things. I'm a demon. Ooh. Just like from my favorite Japanese animated cartoons like Death Note, which just came out. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. I, whatever that is, it's probably not a good representation of what demons do. Sorry, Death Note did not come out yet. Uh, oh. uh, uh, Vampire Hunter D-Blood Lust. There you go. Oh! <laughs> oh! Okay. I, it. I rented it from Blockbuster once. Now, that's that show's surprisingly on the money. <laughs> uh, essentially, there are things that go bump. You are the slayer that bumps them back. Okay. I'm surprised nobody's talked to you about this yet. I think there was a whole thing and the infrastructure and whatever. But basically, I'm a demon. I'm just here to eat free fish. Okay. I love, I have, I can get you a, a fish. We have fish in the back for like seagulls and stuff. What's your name though? The name's Chapino. Chapino. C H A P I N O? No, it's Italian. Oh, C I A P P I N O. C I O P P I N O. You never had Chapino before? No, I'm. I haven't really traveled much. What it's delicious. That? It's essentially like a, oh. a seafood medley soup. I, I think it's from the Bay Area, but uh, it's fun. really good. Okay, Chapino. Can I call you? Um, can I call you Choppy? Yeah, you take a second. Choppy? Yeah, sure. Choppy's good. As long okay. as you don't give me the Choppy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a friendship then, Choppy. Let's uh, let's see what's going on. So, so demons, huh? I yeah. I slayed the. I've never slayed a demon before. I've I played Diablo on the PC of about four or five years ago when it came out. <laughs> Boy, you got a lot to learn. And the two of you kind of wander towards the uh, the surf shack, and Chapino is filling you in more on like different types of demons and vampires and um, all these little intricacies of of uh, the occult. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said there was fish back here. Yeah, so I find this like bucket underneath the table, and it's this, it says like seagull for seagulls, and I, uh, I I pull out one just like raw floppy fish and I give it to him. Thank you. Uh, look, a word of advice: people are about to tell you a lot of stuff about a lot of things, okay. but you got a pretty nice thing going here: beachfront life. It doesn't have to get that complicated. Take it from me, a demon who's a cat who eats fish. And that's all I want to do. You don't need the world to dictate you, dictate to you who you are. Oh. Anyway, thanks for the fish, kid. Kind of a beautiful sentiment, and you're welcome. It's free. It's on the house. Oh, you might see me here tomorrow. Who's to say? Hmm. Well, I'll be sure to bring another fish for you tomorrow, Choppy. Don't you worry about that. You and me were in this together. <laughs> if you and me make it to tomorrow, huh? I. I feel like we're gonna. I think this is gonna be a lot of fun. This sounds like a fun adventure between friends, and not at all. Dark or gothic coated whatsoever. <laughs> you can say that again. And Chapino scurries off with a big floppy fish flopping Ooh. around in his mouth. Flop. Flip, flop, flop. Um, the rest of the shift is pretty uneventful. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get a text message from your mom while you're on the shift saying, still interested in chowder? And she spells it uh, the way that you said it the day before. Hell yeah. I mean, I mean, heck yeah, mother. Mother. Is that the, the full text word for word? It's just hell yeah. I mean, heck yeah. Um, so your mom at the end of your shift drives up to pick you up. Uh, your mom drives a tasteful sedan. Uh, it's sort of a white car uh, that would have been around in 2003. I don't know what that would be, uh, but the car people can tell me. And uh, she honks at you from uh, up the beach, 
you know, it's where a, the, the it's parking a area Camry. is. It's a Toyota Camry. Yeah. It's a 2000, 2000 Toyota Camry. It's a couple right. of years old. Uh, she honks at you. Terry! Oh, okay. guys, yeah, that's me, mom. Uh, Jesse, you got the shop, right? You're all set? I got a, a day's almost done. We're closing up. <clears throat> yeah, your, your shift's over. It's cool. Uh, I'm just going to slowly die out here. All right, sounds good, buddy. And I go for the high five. She kind of nods at the high five. I'll take it. You know what? I'm going to take it. And then I walk jauntily over to me mom. Me mom's car. Oh, Terry, can you slap the sand off your feet before you get in the car, please? You got it. You got it, Captain. I do a little chick, 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 chick. <sighs> Thank you, sailor. <laughs> All right, climb in. I'm in. Okay. Uh, so your mom... Uh, Revs up the car and says, "So, how was uh, work? I haven't seen you yet today." Yeah, it was. Uh, it was not too busy. It was busy at first. I think it slowed down. Um, there was this one lady who was like asking for like buffing wax for her board, and we were like, "We don't really sell wax. We do like boards and lessons." And she was like, "How do you guys not sell wax?" She was like getting pissed at me, and then mm. Jessa took over as usual, and uh, she handled it. She said some bad mm. words, though. I won't repeat them to you. Some bad... I, I think I've heard them before, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I can make this joke very funny, and I will not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was the main thing. I mean, there was also, like, a black cat on the beach, which was kind of fun, but that was, you know... Mm-hmm. Nothing weird about that. Sometimes there's just a cat on the beach, you know? Mm-hmm. By the way... During this whole conversation, um, Into in Club by 50 Cent is playing in the background bum, on the radio. Bum, 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 so have you heard anything about this place we're going to? Uh, I did hear somebody mention it, actually. Uh, Jessa mentioned it, right? Jessa mentioned it? Yeah, Jessa mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, she said it was good. She was interested in checking it out as well, so... That's all I know about it. Other people like it. Um, well, yeah, that's um, it's like the hot thing as far as I'm aware. I mean, a couple friends of mine went there the other day and they were absolutely raving about it. Um, they said it was the best thing they've ever had. So I uh, can't wait to try it. Yeah, let's freaking get it. I already know what I want. I'm going to do the clam chowder, and I'm going to do the lobster. Uh, I'm going to do a lobster roll and a clam chowder. Classic. Yeah. So you're driving. You eventually make your way to this uh, this place. It's kind of like a pop-up shack on the roadside, but there's a ton of people there. Like, you didn't see a lot of people at the beach earlier today, oh. but there are triple digit people crowded around this place uh everybody's walking away with their their bowls of chowder big big grins on their faces um your mom has to park uh down the road a ways to actually have space to park um on the side of the road and the two of you walk up together and she says okay uh terry why don't you find a spot to sit and i'll uh i'll i'll get us something okay one of those i'm gonna look for one of those adirondack chairs yeah um but those are usually taken first so i'm probably gonna have to settle on a picnic table yeah so you find a picnic table um there's most of them have people at them there's one 
that has um, two people on one end who are kind of like keeping to themselves and oddly not eating anything, and there's space on the other half of their table. Interesting. Interesting. I, I kind of like stare at them to get a vibe check of what's going on with them. So they are two people who are in roughly their early 20s. Um, they have pale skin, blonde hair. Um, they look really similar to each other. So they must siblings? be siblings or dating. It's one of those things you're it's, not quite sure. Um, it's one of those YouTube channel this... challenges that doesn't exist yet in this world called siblings <laughs> or dating. Yeah, exactly. And um, seemingly, there's a, it's a woman and a man, um, as far as you can tell. And the woman has her nose deep in a journal of some kind. She's got basically a bandolier of like different colored pens and markers that she's kind of like swapping between and drawing some intricate designs on the, the surface of the notebook. And as she's doing that, she's flitting her eyes between the notebook and the crowd, the notebook and the crowd, notebook and the crowd. And her brother, boyfriend sitting across from her is, has uh, two headphones buried in his ears. And he's kind of like, practicing like micro punch moves to himself <laughs> um and he's got kind of like a headband spiky hair and her hair is down uh straight the two of them are dressed not like people who live in ilsip but also not like tourists of ilsip both of them kind of have a like almost preppy look to them uh, that feels a little bit out of place in this town. Interesting. All right. They passed the vibe check. Um, but it wouldn't make sense for Terry to go up and talk to them. They are just strangers at a restaurant. So um, The woman realizes that you're looking at them. Oh, do we make eye contact? Yeah. You make eye contact. And what what does Terry do when he makes eye contact with this person? I can describe it to you vividly. So I got like a little cup, plastic cup of water, a tap, mm-hmm. and I'm sipping it. And then just like, and then I look at her and I make eye contact. And then with the other hand, while I'm still deep, like nose deep in the cup, I like would do a little wave, like a cute little hi. But because uh, I'm drinking she, water, I don't have to say anything. She kind of gives you a weak smile and doesn't stop what she's drawing or doing on the on the surface of the notebook. And then she kind of thinks for a second, looks back at you, and says, you're not here for the chowder, are you? Uh, I am, yeah. Well, I heard it was really good. Why? What's up? What's wrong? Is it bad? Um, bad's an interesting word. I wouldn't eat it. Not a fan of chowder? <laughs> sure. And then she kind of goes back to drawing. Uh, okay, that was weird. Hey, buddy, is that your... Sorry, you're listening to music. I feel like Terry is huh? the kind of person. Huh? Now that I'm up, though, now that I'm like talking, yeah, uh, I feel comfortable like like gently nudging that guy's headphone off one of his ears. <laughs> it's like kind of rude, but I'm he, dumb. He has this very quick like kind of reaction. Whoa! You ready? Hey. Uh, you ready to take on the whole Soviet Union by yourself, there, buddy? What's going on? Who are you? Tra- who are you training to fight? You, if you're not careful. 
What are you doing? Knocking a guy's earbud out of his ear. Oh, we got a tough one. Listen, I was just, I thought your lady friend here said something weird and I wanted to see if you knew. You mean my twin sister? That explains a lot, actually. Adelma, who is this guy? Um, I I don't know. He literally just sat down here at the uh, at the table. Who are you? What's your deal? I'm Terry. I live here. I work at the surf shop down the street, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm here trying out this new restaurant because I like seafood. And oh, you're not here to eat the chowder, are you? Big toothy grin. What is wrong with this chowder, you guys? I don't even get it. It's I'm, I want to try. I like chowder. What's wrong with a good chowder? It cools you down. Um. Give me a perception and occultism check. Whoa. Uh, four plus four equals eight plus six. 14. So 12, 14. Um, six. The, the notebook that Adelma is her name was writing in. Yeah. It's kind of shimmering, which doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. But like, it's not unusual ink. The pens look normal to you. But the designs that she's drawing have, uh, they're not random designs, but they're also, she's also not drawing the environment. Uh, there's some kind of pattern to them. And yeah, they, the light is catching them in a strange way. So there's something that feels unusual about this notebook. Interesting. Um, Miss, can I be so nosy right now and just ask you, what are you writing in your notebook? It looks interesting. She kind of like clicks her teeth and uh, cocks her head at you. Yeah. And says, let me ask you a question. Sure. What do you know to be true about the world? Well, uh, recently I learned that things may not be what they seem and that uh, maybe some of the stuff that we thought wasn't true was actually true, you know, like about the world and the creatures that inhabit it. And that's all I'm going to say. Uh, Adelma and her brother give each other a look like, okay, interesting. Um, and then she says, Asher, I think he might be like-minded. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. When you say things aren't what you think they are, are you talking about like government conspiracy stuff, Matrix stuff? No, Matrix I'm Reloaded not... stuff. <laughs> Classic ref, contemporary ref. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that some of the stuff that we read about in fairy tale books, maybe I have my sources. I've heard maybe that stuff's actually kind of true. Some of that's based in reality, and I think that's interesting. I'm interested in exploring that further, and then. Adelma like lowers her head and she's like, come here. Okay. She wants to whisper to you. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. I'm going to level with you. I think you know stuff, maybe. Okay. So there's like magic in the world. You're aware of this? I'm aware of this. Okay. And this chowder stand is giving off a major wacky vibe. Oh, no. There's something wrong about it. It pops up, what, in the last couple days? And for some reason, the entire town is raving about it. Everybody's walking out of here with big smiles. We've been staking this place out for a couple days now. People are coming back on a daily basis and getting more chowder than anybody should be able to eat without getting mercury poisoning. I mean, look at these people for a second. Look at their blank faces. And she kind of gestures to the people around you. And I suddenly notice what I didn't notice before, which is that everybody's kind of zonked. Yeah. There's like, everybody has this sort of strange, blank, blissful expression on their faces. Um, 
and it's it's starting to creep you out a little bit. Getting a little creepy. Even out of character, I'm getting a little creeped out right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Asher's like, Asher's like, yeah, this is giving like, wait, this is giving. It's not something he would say. Nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like, we don't know for sure what's going on, but you know that part in the first Matrix movie where there's like agents. Yeah. Like Agent Smith and all the other different... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's like that, but it sort of feels like that, if that makes sense. I see. So you're the... <laughs> Excuse me. So you're saying that there is something going on here at the chowder stand, and that maybe we're being watched, maybe something spooky's going on, but we gotta be careful. Adelma says, look, if you want to help us find out more, meet us here tonight. After the place is closed, after everybody is gone, so we can figure this out. And whatever you do, do not eat that chowder. And then, presumably, mom walks back in, knocks out. (laughs) Honey, Uh, I got the chowder. (laughs) Yeah. So your mom comes back with, uh, or comes over with a tray with two things of chowder and a lobster roll for you. Sorry, Um, this is the Buffy universe, so the mom has to have a first name. Yeah, what's your mom's first name? I thought I was gonna ask you if you if you knew. Oh, um, your mom's name is uh, Doreen. Okay, Doreen it is. Yeah, uh, so Doreen comes that. back. Doreen comes back with the tray and the bowls of chowder, mm. and she's like, "All right, uh, I wish I could say that I saved the first bite for you, but <laughs> no. you know me, I'm always getting into these things." Um, how, how, mom, how much of that chowder did you eat? Oh, I, the lobster roll? it's so hard to remember. Um, jeez. Oh, and you see that her chowder bowl is already like half eaten, and these are like big bowls. Yeah, big, big bowls. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, she's got some on her face. She doesn't even realize there's some chowder like on her. She's just lip. going in. Yeah, or she has gone in. Um, yeah. Well, this is clearly a problem. Um, I'm going to finish up this lobster roll. I'm actually not that hungry. I thought I'd be hungrier, but I'm going to... I don't really want this chowder, Mom. I'm sorry. I know you just bought oh, it. Oh, well, well, you should try it. You should try it. No, I'm I'm good. My stomach's been kind of acting up. Try the chowder, Terry. No, Mom. I went for a run and my stomach hurts. I'm going to put it away and I toss it in the garbage. She, like, you've never seen your mother as... <laughs> angry as she appears right now terry dayton i spent good money on that delicious chowder i'm gonna march back up to that stand i'm gonna buy you chowder i'm gonna buy your father some chowder and we're gonna eat chowder all night uh and you know what you don't have to eat it here we'll take it home and your father and i will make you eat it great that sounds good and then i start walking away okay situation is beyond repair i just okay Mom, I got. I actually have to go. Um, I just remembered I left my wallet at the shop. I will see you at home, young man. Yup, yup. Yes, you will see me. I'm like each each step is like bigger and bigger. Like I'm sprinting backwards. Yup, I'll see you at home. Yep. All right. Yep. Bye. So where do you where do you go? What do you do right now? Um. Well. Uh. I don't feel comfortable at home anymore. But the home is empty right now, so his dad's at work. So mm-hmm. I run home. Okay. I grab, you know, a backpack. I get some snacks in the fridge. Yep. Uh, and uh, I get a blank journal. And I bring my copy of Dark Tower, the fourth book, not the fifth book. I was wrong. That book didn't come out yet. And 
like a towel because you know i read the hitchhiker's guide to galaxy and that they always say to bring a towel okay and i i i head out okay um where where do you go to bide time until you go back to the place i think i start with the surf shop because it's the most familiar place to me uh-huh I, I check if uh if my coworker is still there Okay, so you go back to the surf shop, and um, the door is ajar, uh, which is unusual, because at this point in the day... Usually it's a door. I don't know why it's a jar. That's weird. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Um, And uh, you hear the, like, tinny sound of white stripes coming through headphones at max volume, and as you get into the back area... At first, you don't see anybody there. You see an iPod sitting on the table. There's like, you know, surfboards and things around the edges of this small room. There's a table in the middle, presumably to like wax surfboards on it or whatever. Uh Um, The iPod's sitting there. The the music's blaring. And uh, there's little driblets of something on the table next to the iPod. Uh Uh-oh. You round around the corner of the table. And you see Jessa there, just elbow deep in a in a bowl of chowder. Oh, fuck. Uh, hi, Jessa. You've never seen your coworker Jessa so blissfully happy. Oh my God, Terry! Terry, did you try that chowder, Terry? Yeah, I actually had some. I like truly tried to play it off. Like I had some earlier. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I'm like really full right now, but. You look like you're really enjoying it, huh? Mm, you need to have some of this, Terry. It's like heaven on earth. That's the only way I could describe it. She's like just spilling all over her shirt and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually, yeah, I have some at home. My mom actually brought some home. So I just wanted to come by and say hi and see how you're doing. Check on the shop. Make sure everything's cool. It seems like you're having a great time, though. Um, you and everybody in line. Try the ta- the chowder, Terry. I uh yeah no I just ate some I'm 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 totally good though but thank you really kind she starts to stand up try the chowder Terry it's really good it was in the newspaper uh I think I'd like to incapacitate her okay how do you do that hmm. you have a combat maneuver that you can do yeah well so I have like kick punch steak I think I go because at this point she's like far gone and this uh-huh. would be in character for a buffy person I would like go for a kick like okay. back up back the fuck up. All right, cool. So um, give it a little kick. It looks like you get an 11 bonus on a kick. Uh-huh. So roll roll your D10. Yeah, I got a 10. All right. So that is a 21 on the kick. Uh, 21. Let's figure, out, uh, let's figure out how kicking works. How does kicking work in this game? <laughs> yeah. How do you kick? Okay, here we go. Kick. Oh, you could do a sweep kick or a spin kick. Or a kick. What kind oh, of kick? I'll do a sweep kick. Knock her over. All right. Um, so you're doing a cool sweep kick. Dexterity and kung fu. Uh-huh. If it hits, the defender takes strength points of base damage bash type. Defender must resist with a dexterity and acrobatics roll. Okay. So let's do that. Let's see if she falls down. Okay. Um, you said you got a 21. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jessa is not a slayer. (laughs) She does not have the martial expertise that you do. Um, she tries to stay on her feet, but is very easily knocked to the floor and, uh, her face ends up in the chowder, like the bowl. It's like clunk, clunch. 
Yeah, um, and then presumably you get out of there. Yeah, I run. Okay. Uh, so you're running. As you're running down the beach, uh, you are accompanied by a small black cat who begins running alongside you. You again. Choppy. Terry, Terry, there's some weird shit going on. You betcha, buddy. That uh, chowder is no good. No I good. tried hanging around your surf shop to get more food, and your, your co-worker tried to feed me some of that chowder. Did you eat any of it? No, 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 no. It smelled like bad magic. I think that's a good call. I think we're dealing with something occult here. Well, what are, what are you going to do about it? This is like the whole thing. You got to do something about this. We got to find out who's making this chowder, and we have to stop them before everybody in the town of Ilsip becomes a chowder fiend. Uh, I would say chowder head. A chowder head, sure. And chowder fiend, chowder head. I mean, part of being the slayer, I guess, is you get to decide that. So uh, my apologies. It's okay. Don't worry. The, ter- the terms don't matter. Chowderheads. Uh, we need to find out who made it. We know that the source is that store. I think we need to sneak back into that store later and figure out where they get their supply from. Okay, well let's let's go. Let's go there. Okay, great. All right, so you go to the store. Um, kind of on the outskirts of it, nearby, um, Adelma and Asher are staking the place out, waiting for you to join. <laughs> staking. Staking. Hey guys, you're here. For, we're doing this. Oh hey, we uh we weren't sure if you were gonna make it. Yeah, your mom seemed pretty uh pretty fucked up. So, but good to see that you're you're cool. Oh, that's nice of you. I have friends. Guys, have you met Choppy, Chibata, Chibapo? What's that? Some kind of cat? Yeah, uh, yeah, some kind of cat. Whoa, is that cat a freaking demon? And then <laughs> Asher's kind of like like. In martial arts pose <laughs> position. <that> <laughs> this is going to be just like that scene from The Matrix where I know Kung Fu because I know Kung Fu. <laughs> and he does the little the little Neo hand or the uh, Morpheus hand. Yeah. No, Neo does it. Somebody yeah. does it. They both do it. They both do it. Um, I can't believe that you brought a demon to hang out with a demon slaying team. And Adelma kind of puts her arm in front of her brother, and she's like, I'm sorry. Asher has a hard time distinguishing friend from foe from cat. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you from my experience that Choppy here is a friend, and we can trust him, and we gotta get this chowder situation figured out sooner than later. So that's why we're here. We figured they've been running out of supply. Um, before they even reach closing time every day. So we're assuming that they're going to restock at some point tonight between now and when they open tomorrow. And that feels like our best bet to understand just what the heck is going on here. Um, Give me... Let's do this. Let's roll some stuff here. Um, We're going to try to roll a few different things and accumulate successes on multiple rolls um to see how this evening of staking the place out goes so first and foremost give me a constitution roll where you just double your constitution score and add that to your die so it's seven double it it's 14 add that to my Mm -hmm. die yeah i got a one nice uh so 15 yeah okay so you are gonna be able to stay up for about let's say it's like uh what is it maybe eight o'clock right now 
or no, let's say nine because it's dark out. Let's say it's yeah. nine o'clock. You're going to be able to stay up for about for about four hours. Uh, so until one in the morning. So I'll give you you can do name one thing you want to try to do every hour to figure out what's going on here. OK. And you can name the checks and you have four. So you have four attempts to like gather information or try to figure something out or you could stake it out and just try to notice stuff or whatever you want to do. But you have four four goes with that hey hi i'm back welcome okay so four things i'll just edit around that Should cool hard i don't even make a note of that because i don't think i'm going to be able to deep listen to this whole thing it's a longer episode uh effect effect track generate mod. <clears throat> here we go nope it didn't generate come on let's just clap or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right three two one okay great that was nice and loud on my end. Okay, so four activities to do to complete this investigation this evening. Uh-huh. I'd like to start by checking, trying to break into the back room of the restaurant. Cool. Um, okay, so that's going to be how do you want to break in? Like, what's your approach? Are you going for a sort of a brute force kick the door down or... A more elegant uh way in uh most of my points are in melee combat um so i'm gonna say break the door down what has right, me- keep... ge- how is getting medieval meant to be used getting medieval is like i believe that's melee combat um you might be getting medieval on this door right now um let's see getting it's one of the skills in the game for folks who are wondering getting medieval um dun, 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 dun. just checking i found it Okay, what's the description of this fist, skill? When a fist is not enough, it's time to rig out good old-fashioned sharp metal wetsuits and start hacking and slashing. So that's actually more for like using archaic uh, That's like weapon combat. Got it. Okay, so it's not... It's uh, more... Give us like strength and crime. Yeah! Okay. So that's uh, five plus one plus the roll. Yeah. One plus two. Seven, eight. Eight? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you wind up a big kick you figure like oh you know near the lock maybe that's a weaker part of the door yeah um that's actually a pretty well fortified part of the door uh and that hurt a little bit unfortunately um you have bad luck what's that all about just bad luck oh it's one of my detriments yeah uh 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 uh. you've been you've been doing your clown detriment pretty well I think mm-hmm. I tried to. I tried to. Oh, okay. Good bad luck. If your turn enjoys good luck, nope. I don't want that. With good luck, you decide when it comes into play. Bad luck is in the hands of the director who chooses when it affects a given role. Director okay, should exercise caution when applying bad luck. If they use it for meaningless roles, the drawback becomes a little more than a minor inconvenience. So it's just a minus one that I can apply to yeah. roles. Got it. Okay. Um, okay, cool. So, yeah, so you try to kick the door down. Youch! That hurt. Uh, it doesn't seem like that is the best way in. Um, but there might be other ways in. Uh, what do you want to try with your next attempt? I'd like to jump up to a window in the back. It's kind of high up. Okay. And then break in through the window. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, let's give that one, uh, acrobatics dexterity. Actually, sorry. Yeah, that sounds I should, good. I shouldn't decide that for you. No, I think you can propose what you think the role should be. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's eight plus the role, which is 10. 18? Yep. Awesome. Um, okay, so that goes better for you. You find there's like an AC unit kind of, um, or like a, yeah, that's, but it's on the ground. 
there's things like that right mm-hmm. like it's kind of i don't know it's something it's some kind of thing that's like and you use that to vault up to a window that's a little small but you're able to shimmy your way uh into it so you you're able to basically force it open and then kind of slide your way in and through um so now you're in the back of this place and this is like uh essentially a kitchen area in the back um if you want to get a closer look at anything that's going to be a, a role to get a closer look i did notice that you're, there was a, you're computer, inside. a computer a computer yeah i found the computer room <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a computer, yes, uh, sort of up. This place, basically, it has two rooms. It's a pretty small shack. There's, like, the back, which is the kitchen part, uh-huh. and then a slim front area, which is where the person who's, like, the cashier would stand. And where the cashier would be, there is a computer um, and a monitor and a, a till and, like, all those things. Okay, okay. Uh, so, but yeah, the front I'm... is is closed off right now. It would be open during the day, but there's like a barrier that's drawn across the front right now. I obviously unlocked the back door for my friends. For your friends, great. Um, so the Adelma and Asher, uh, their last name, by the way, is Adams. So the Adams twins, the Adams family, so to speak, uh, uh, um, huh. come through the back door and are snooping around with you. And we'll say since they're there you can use them to give you a bonus on your next uh, two rolls. Amazing. Uh, maybe I log into this computer, see if I can get access to their emails, see if I can figure out who their supplier is. Or Great. Uh, so there's a computer skill, right? Yeah, there is. Okay. Uh, give me intelligence. Is that what it is? Intelligence? Sorry. And the computer skill? Oh, you're saying what's the skill associated with computers? I would, associ- I would assume it's intelligence. I don't... Yeah. Nothing else would make sense. So that's a seven plus. I keep deleting the mad bod, the die. Oh, that's a seven plus one, Magellan. God, my rolls suck, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah. You, well, do you want uh, one of your friends to help you? Yeah. Does it, do either of you guys know how to get into this? I don't remember. Um, Asher kind of uh, cracks his knuckles and he says, yeah, let me try jacking in here. See what uh-huh. I can do. Um, let me figure out asher's skills he has stats okay so i'm gonna page 90 okay so asher yep okay i found him um he's got an intelligence of two (laughs) and a computers of two okay so let's see how helpful he's gonna be um so he rolls a seven uh, and gets an 11 total. Uh, so the way that Asher goes about this is he just tries brute forcing some pretty common passwords, uh, and he eventually is able to get in. Ah, uh, yeah, it's what I figured. Uh, Neo is cool, but it's the E is a three, and the, the O's are zeros. That's actually my password, too, so it makes sense. Didn't have to tell me that, but thank you. <laughs> Whoops. I guess I'll have to change it to uh, Morpheus is cool. No. Crack. <laughs> ah, darn it. Dang. Um, well, okay. I'm in their um, Outlook. What would they use for email in 2003? Outlook? Yeah, probably Hotmail. Hotmail. Okay, so they're in the... He's in the Hotmail. Um, give me one more roll for, like, what you're looking for in the in the emails. Oh... I think I am inv- 
investigating. I'm looking for notes about suppliers. Like I'm looking, you know, booleans. You know, I'm using booleans to search for like supplier, mm-hmm. uh, chowder, occult, magic, spell, demon. It's like a broad okay. term search. Give me, give me intelligence and, or give me perception and knowledge. Yeah. I'm going to give you four, and then I'm going to give you one, and then I'm going to also give you three. Eight. God! <laughs> um, okay, so you're looking through the emails, and nothing is really jumping out at you as being out of the ordinary. It's just kind of standard. There are emails that are about suppliers, but you can't quite figure out. that It's not really meaningful information to you. Um, it's like, oh, you know, Thanks things for that are plausibly... Thanks for supplier bonus, and... Right. There's a lot of junk. It's not a well-tended email uh, inbox. Um, And the suppliers' names that you do find don't really strike you as odd. It's like fish fish, uh, mongers. I don't know where people get fish. Uh, Clam, (laughs) the clam guys. Like, clearly, they're a a little strange and seem like fronts for mob activity or something. Right. But uh, they're not striking you as particularly occult. Uh, make a perception and notice check for me. Ooh, four and zero. Sure, I'm going to roll great, though. Fuck! I rolled a three. <laughs> okay. Um, the seven. The, the back door swings open, and uh, you did not hear the car pull up, but this guy comes in the back door. Actually, two people come in the back door, <coughs> and uh, it's a guy and a woman, and the guy's like, Right, let me think about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's two. It's two men. Two men come in the back door, um, and they're like, "Whoa, what the fuck? Who are you?" Um, and your your pals, the Adams twins, kind of square up for a fight. Um, Chapino, by the way, has been in the mix, but now he's hiding under the counter. He's not going to get involved in this. Um, and you watch as the man that's in the front is kind of illuminated by the light that you've turned on inside this place to be able to see, or no, he's illuminated by the computer light, the like light of the monitor. Mm -hmm. And you watch as his face transfigures and goes from a recognizably human face to have like large oh. brows and uh, beady, almost snake-like yellow eyes, fangs extend from his teeth, and uh, it's truly, truly horrifying. The expression that comes into focus in front of you. Um, the man behind him takes a step into that same light, and this is somebody that you recognize. Hmm. This is a friend that you haven't been in touch with in a while. This is your buddy Jonas. <gasps> no. Terry, what are you doing here? Wait, no, let me give, <laughs> I'm giving everybody the same voice. Um, Terry, what are you doing here? Um, I could ask you the same question, Jonas. It's been a minute. Uh, sure has. What brings you back to Dilset? Oh, I could uh, spend a lot of time catching up, but that's not time that I have right now. And then you watch as your friend Jonas's face, just like the other the other man, develops these large brows, these small snake-like yellow eyes, and fangs extend from his teeth. Hot. I mean, oh no. <laughs> I um, think you're the one who needs to be answering questions here, Terry. All right. I mean, this is a hell of a reunion, but I'm an open book. You know that, Jonas. So ask away. <laughs> <laughs> Jonas is kind of like... 
thrown off guard by how cavalier you're being um and as a result uh he let's see um he fails to notice the swift movement that adelma takes as she pulls a stake from her belt and drives it into his heart whoa And immediately you watch your friend uh, take this wooden stake into his chest and poof into a bunch of dust. What the hell just happened? What are you doing? See some sort of vampire or something? Yes, Terry. Yes, that's Adelma talking. These are vampires. That's what they look like. When you see the faces turn like that, you know that they are vamps. And the only thing that we can do is stake them through the heart. I'm sorry if you knew that guy, but your friend wasn't there any longer. I promise you that. Well, at least I know what he was up to uh, over in New York. So it's <laughs> a good resolution, I guess. <laughs> I'm like clearly emotional, but trying not to show it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the other guy who's there is like, what the? Oh, all right. Let's go. Let's fight. Um. So what do you do in this moment now that this other guy's here squaring up ready for a for a brawl? Uh oh, I do the Luffy thing where I break a t- there just happens to be a convenient chair sticking a leg out near me. Mm-hmm. And I like psh, I break one of the chair the chair legs off. This seems cool. This seems like a thing we're supposed to do. She did it. I can do that. Mm-hmm. We're about to throw you down. Gonna, you're gonna do your stake action? Yeah. Okay, roll that with your bonus. You got it, handsome. So that's 12 plus my bonus yeah okay 10 to 21 22 21 22 22. okay um so this guy fails to oppose your attempt to stake him in the heart uh so what does it look like describe how you go through this motion it's kind of awkward i'm kind of like like holding the stake really close to my my chest like eh, eh, and i like poke it like you're um using a fencing saber almost like you're kind of trying to be delicate and specific Mm-hmm. it's clunky it's clunky but successful yes uh so you drive the stake through this guy's heart and poof, just like your friend former friend jonas he turns into a pile of dust um what do you do now so who's left are there any other vamps left uh those were the two who were inside you don't know what's going on outside all right guys it seems like our time is up uh but we know that we're on to the right thing so let's get out the fuck out of here okay so you go outside and uh unbeknownst to you actually a few cars had pulled up um and you walk out into a set of headlights two sets of headlights and a handful of other vampires uh waiting outside and uh one of them clearly sort of the leader of the group who's standing up next to one of the cars calls out at you and goes hey stop right there nice try buddy what's the uh what's the big idea what uh, happened we- to what happened to Jonas and uh, Fliff Fla- Flavio? <laughs> Fliff Fla- Flavio. Um, he, let's just say he got a little dusty and we cleaned up. We cleaned out. Oh, you're one of those Slayer types, aren't you? Yeah. Trying to screw this up for all of us. You can say that. I like that term. Yeah, Slayer. Yeah. Hey, look, we had a good thing going here. And you're coming in trying to stop our chowder business. Listen, business is business, and I understand that. I respect the fellow businessmen, but uh, this chowder situation does not belong in this town. Try somewhere else. Maybe Ipswich? <laughs> You're funny. Thanks. You're funny. 
I, I, well, I, the good I come news... from a proper I come from a property where characters deal with trauma and anxiety by quipping on <laughs> So I'm forced to be like this. Well, we can't just let you walk out of here. We're gonna have to uh kill you. You know, I thought I could come up with something funny too, but I, I just couldn't. You can try, but I've got the power of God and my friends on my side. <laughs> Not anime. Um, okay, let's see. So there's four vampires out here. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, I want to make like a lot of noise and damage really fast. Okay. Um, tell me what you're attempting to do in order to do that. So one thing I could think I could theoretically do, well, it's it's nighttime, so I can't force a light source because I can't I can't force sunlight. Right. Uh, maybe I go somewhere where there's like a lot of garlic handy. Okay. So you, um, I think, I think so. Um, keeps vampires away from places there. They're not welcome, but it doesn't hurt them. Okay, so maybe like in the kitchen, you think there might have been some garlic? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or another seafood store that has a kitchen. Um. Okay, so give it a. Let's go perception and knowledge, and this is like your cooking knowledge here. Mm-hmm. So roll that for me. Do I have cooking? Oh, just like your general knowledge. Right, right, right. So knowledge is one, and then what was the attribute? Uh, perception. Okay, perception knowledge four plus one plus six. So five plus six is eleven. Okay. Uh, so you spotted some garlic uh, and pocketed it on your way out of the kitchen because you're like, oh, vampire's garlic. So you, you grabbed some inside there. Um, so give me a, let's say, dexterity um, dexterity and gun foo uh, to, like, throw the garlic. Okay. Dexterity six, gun foo zero, seven plus six is 13. Okay. Um, let me see over here okay those guys rolled pretty badly so you uh toss some garlic down on the ground and essentially create like a line that they're not able to cross to get to you that is so annoying joey why did we stock garlic in the kitchen why would we do that tell me why we would do that no you can't because it doesn't make any sense okay look kid you clearly know a thing or two about vampires Hey, you could say I read a book or two. Maybe we could come to some kind of understanding here. Oh, whoops. Say more. The ocean shut off. (laughs) (laughs) How would you like to make everything in your life go exactly your way? Everybody in your hometown is nice to you. They like you. They look to you to improve their lives. Everybody wants to spend time with you. Everybody wants to go to you with their problems. You're everybody's best friend doesn't sound so bad right definitely doesn't sound so bad but we uh yeah, but but what? but what um i met these guys first and i trust my older friends more than my new friends so sorry vampies you're gonna trust a couple uh preps i don't know what are we what are we saying these days what are we calling them you're gonna trust a couple of yuppies over some real dyed in the wool uh ilsip locals You're nah vampires. i can't kid you nah, i can't kid you i'm not from ilsip i'm from boston massachusetts look Boo. this is the thing we're trying to franchise out our chowder business we're trying to spread it across cape cod mm-hmm. we're trying to leave this place alone we don't want to keep living every summer off of tourist blood we want to be able to travel the world we want to be able to visit other places 
other exotic blood types, or probably the same blood types, but in other locations. We don't want to bother this cape anymore. All we need from you is to help us generate a steady flow of income. This place practically runs itself. And then, no more vampires in Ilsip. We'll leave the town alone. You seem like a smart kid. Thank you. Kind of you to say. But you're still vampires and I'm still the slayer. And, or I'm a slayer. And that's what told me. <sighs> the black cat told me I'm not supposed to work with you guys, so... Even if I wanted to, I mean. All right. Well, the devil you know, right? The devil you know. It's a good thing we brought our guns, and then all the vampires take take out guns. What the? Born? <laughs> all right. Say goodbye to uh, your lovely little town, and then um, is there anything that you want to do in response to all of them drawing their guns? Yes, I want to. What would, a buff, what would a Slayer do if a bunch of people just put guns on them? What would a Slayer do? What would a Slayer do? <laughs> I know Kung Fu, and then I bullet dodge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. No, or 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 jump behind a car and use the, the door as a shield. Okay, so you want to do kind of like a flip over the garlic barrier and get behind one of their car doors? Yeah. Okay. Um, Give me an acrobatic strength roll. You got it. Acrobatic strength. Turn sided for two plus five plus eight. Fifteen. Nice. Um, all right. So you are able to do uh oh wait, I'm getting some uh, some combat music going here. Yeah, there you go. This is from Neverwinter Nights, I guess. Cool. Um okay. Fuck, I keep closing my phone. <laughs> no, come on. There we go. Alright, so you do a little flip. And you end up behind the uh, the car door, and in doing that, you kind of push the door out and smack one of the vampires with the guns, um, bonk them with the door. So that's great. Um, what do you? Let's think here. So after you do that, Adelma and Asher are gonna kind of spring into action. Um, Asher's first move. Is he's gonna stick his uh, his headphones in his ear and pick the right song? So he's gonna need a second to do that. He's gonna roll wild card and uh, intelligence to pick the right song. Um, okay, so he's able to land on. Uh, let's see. You can hear this coming from his headphones. Uh, he lands on. Is there even another song besides Into Club? It's just Into Club again. He's just listening to Into Club. Um, and that's getting him in the right zone. Perfect. And then Adelma is going to crack her notebook open. And. Uh, she is going to begin chanting something over the page that you saw her writing on earlier and cast a spell on some of these other vampires. Um, a spell that's going to like put them to sleep. So let's see how that goes for her. It's just like Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> 
Uh, so she's able to knock out one of them. Uh, not the one that you bonked, but one of the other three. Um, kind of like drops down and is honks you, me, 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 over there. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, these vampires are going to try to shoot at the three of you. As a group, they do pretty poorly with that. Um, and the one that's closest to you is going to try to punch through the car window and, and grab you. Um, so he successfully punches through the window. Uh, let's do an opposing roll. So can you roll, um, let's say, strength and uh, kung fu? for me yeah for sure strength is five kung fu is five roll is three so 13 okay uh he's gonna roll okay so he rolls worse than you so he tries to grab you um gets a hand on you but you're clearly stronger in this exchange uh so how do you use your leverage in this situation? I think I bop him with the car door really hard. And yeah. then I, I bopped it with the intent to knock him against the pavement. Great. Um, so that's successful. This guy's basically bonked and, and knocked out. Um, Excellent. So it's back to you. What do you want to do with, uh, with your turn? What's your intention here? I'd like to start throwing stakes. Okay, cool. Um, so let's give that. Is there a throwing way to throw stuff? Yeah, throw and stake. Oh, that's one of your maneuvers? Uh huh. Okay, cool. Roll that. What's the difference between throw and stake and then through the heart? Um, one is like when you're. Uh, let me look at your character sheet. I copied that part from somebody else's character sheet, another Slayer example. Yeah, I think uh, thrown stake is just you're throwing a stake, and through the heart is you're aiming for their heart. So okay. it's a lower number because you're trying to do something more precise. But it's times five versus vampires. Yeah, like it does five times damage I see. if it hits them. So, so do you want to try to throw it in the heart of one of them? Yeah, let's be fancy. Okay. Uh, who do you want to hit? There's the guy you bonked who's on the ground, sleeping guy, one more guy who's up, and the boss guy who's talking to you. Guy who's up. Okay. Uh, so roll that. I rolled a 10. Okay. Lovely. So you got an 18? Yes. Okay. All right. So that guy, uh, here's the car door bonking and whips around like, well, what the heck? And as soon as he turns around to face you, kunk, he gets a stake right through the heart and psh, uh, dusts onto the ground. Um, at this point, Asher springs into action um, to the beat of the song that's playing in his headphones and goes and stakes the vampire who Adelma had put on the ground with the sleep spell. Adelma, meanwhile has turned to a new page in her book, um, and she's chanting over um, a different spell here that she's going to try to cast. Let's see. 
so this time she is going to try to telekinetically move uh, the boss guy towards you. Oh, great. Um, let's see if he can resist that. Okay, so she attempts to give this magic incantation and exert some force over the boss guy and move him, but he's pretty strong. He's able to brace himself against that and resist being moved. Um, and now he sort of turns his attention to you, uh, being the last person who's up, and aims his gun at you to fire. Um, give me dexterity and uh, acrobatics, let's say. Or dexterity and kung fu, if you want to try to bullet dodge like Neo. I want to bullet dodge like Neo, so dexterity and kung fu. Okay, yeah. Yeah, give me that. I feel like that's in line. So 6 plus 5 plus 6. 12 plus 5. 17. Okay. Uh, so the boss guy kind of whips his pistol around and in one fluid motion pew, tries to shoot you um, right in the head. You using the uh, car door to like brace yourself so you don't fall backwards do the full deep neo bullet dodge thing um, and asher kind of it's like oh fuck yeah that's awesome like, <laughs> he loves that um so it's back to you what's your intention for the boss guy oh i'm running in i'm sprinting all right and you're gonna try to do like a leaping stake or something yeah okay i've been running um, remember Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, this is what you've been training for. Exactly. I love it. Okay. Uh, so let's do constitution and getting medieval. Yeah. Uh, Stinky. So seven plus five. Yeah. Already a success. Plus ten. <laughs> okay. Um, so... As you are running towards this guy, the events of the last 24 hours are playing through your head, and you can't help but think about how different your life has become in such a short, short span of time. And what was the thing that you were thinking about on your first run that your friend had told you? He was telling me about, like, uh, first, you, you never recognize your first step. Like it's, it's like, when does my second step begin? Of my journey, of my like growth and development. So I feel like you realize forever. You realize that somehow between yesterday and today, you ended up on your like fifth step, <laughs> and it's on the fifth step of your sprint that you leave the ground and leap towards the sky with a force that you somehow always knew was there but you didn't realize until this moment you could draw upon and you land square in the middle of his chest um i'm standing up and acting it out right now <laughs> <laughs> and as you land and make that impact he locks eyes with you and he goes ah oh, come on <laughs> and poofs into dust 
let's go! <laughs> uh, your friends come over and, and high-five you. Uh, Adelma has to kick some of the garlic out of the way uh, on her way over. And then uh, Chipino kind of peeks his head out of the out of the uh, the stand, the back door. Hey, what I miss? Uh, not much. Just uh, you know, figured out my destiny, figured out the thing that I'm good at, and just, uh, kicked ass. To, to be to be honest, that's awesome. Hey, I'm really proud of you. I uh, I found some clams back here. I'm just gonna munch on those. Uh, feel free. They're, wait, are those good? They're probably safe. Go for it. You deserve it. So, judging by my uh, taste buds here, the magic was in the cooking process, not in the clams themselves. Oh, uh- and uh, I found some chowder in here from a couple sniffs. It seems like a uh, short-term incantation. As long as nobody eats any new chowder, I think we should be all right. Anyway, good night. I'll see you tomorrow, okay? Bye, Choppy. This is fun. Thank you, buddy. I love you. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Um, and uh, Asher's like, that... Terry, that was really cool. <laughs> you know I do my thing, homie. You know, I, you, know. You, you did. You did the bullet dodge. Yeah, I did the bullet what? Dodge. <laughs> what? Yeah, remember that part where the guy I jumped and I and then I like took what? the steps. Yeah, it was sick. And then Adelma kind of puts a hand on your shoulder and she says, "Nice work, Terry. Nice work." I think I have a feeling. Now. Thank you. I have a feeling that. Uh, we haven't seen the last of those guys. We've uh, we've actually been tracing a, a sect of vampires, and uh, it was unusual. There there wasn't a lot of vampire activity the last couple days, but I guess now we know why. I guess we do, huh? Yeah, new sect though. That's that's fun. So you're saying we get to do this again soon? <laughs> that's one wah, way to look at it. Wah, yeah. Wah. I'm like doing poses. Wah, bah, bah. Yeah, and then oh, heck yeah! Sounds like a plan. Bring it on. I'm a slayer. <laughs> um, so you go. I would imagine you go home. Is that yeah? True? Well, or... yeah. I I think fam. Everybody's home. Like families went back to their houses. So yeah. I check on mom and da. Yeah. Um. You uh. So you check on them. They're sound asleep. Uh. Both of them are sleeping in their bed with a bowl of chowder curled up under their arm. Oh. Um. <laughs> but. If Chapino's right, hopefully by sometime tomorrow they should be totally fine. Um, so then, I guess you go up and go to bed. Is that fair to say? It's been a couple. It's been a day or two since the last time, so I think I got I got a quick nighttime run in me actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Get a chance um, to pop by the surf shop. Yeah. Uh, say hi to the late night fishermen or the early. Do you want to? Do you want to go to your uh, your lookout spot? I do want to go to my lookout spot. You're correct. Okay. Um, what's special to you about this lookout spot? Oh, oh, I just spilled a bunch of water. Sorry. Um, it's okay. You know what? I'm keeping it in. Fuck it. I'm so late. I don't feel like it. <laughs> uh, I like about my lookout spot that it's quiet and that it gives me kind of a bird's eye view of the whole town. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It makes me feel like I'm Batman. 
Does anybody else know about your lookout spot? Have you ever shared it with anybody? Uh, uh, I forget what my ex's name was. Delilah. Delilah knows about it. Delilah knows about it. Okay. Yep. Um, so you're jogging along. You decide to head up to the lookout spot, and uh, it's what like a is there a bench up there or what does it look like up there? It's like a really sharp uh, incline. Yeah. Because it's not it's naturally formed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty there's not a ton of room up there so there's no bench you have to stand gotcha. or, sit on, or okay. sit on grass i guess i sit on grass um make a perception and notice check for me okay um four plus zero plus six ten ten hmm. um i guess you see nothing <laughs> uh you rolled a four you said no, no i rolled a six but i have a four six. in perception um okay uh you know this is just an instance of your bad luck uh i'm gonna reduce that result by one uh and what's gonna happen right now (laughs) one second you're you're there alone and the next second someone is sitting right next to you um almost imperceptibly and you hear a very familiar voice say well terry seems like we have a lot to talk about and you turn to your left, and it's Delilah. Oh! And she uh, pulls a wooden stake from her belt, and she says, I hear you know how to use one of these things now. <laughs> and uh, we'll leave it We'll leave it there. And we'll call it there. Wow. That's the end of episode one of Terry the Vampire Slayer. Oh, man. Bravo, Magellan. <laughs> Thank you. Did you have fun? I had so much fun. I was just now thinking I was getting the tinkles from how much I like this character and I like the story that we just told. Um, well, I hope uh, folks listening had a good time. We definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it... it I, I had such a big grin on my face when you said that the chowder was making everyone evil because I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> like that's Buffy-ass Buffy plot right like, there. Oh, that's like a skippable episode, but it's charming and you're going to watch it one time just to watch it. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for playing that. Thank um, you. That was good. Did I do well? Thanks everybody as a player. for listening. You did a great job. I, I loved. I think you played that character in a very uh, Buffy, authentic, and amusing way. Thank you. Oh, by the way, when your parents were sleeping, they were sleeping to reruns of uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. I forgot to okay. reincorporate that. It's like a dog like tripping on a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should do the the plugs and get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take it home. Uh, so next week we're gonna do an audience pick pickle. We haven't figured out what that is yet, but we'll we'll let you know. For it in the Discord, we have a lot of audience yeah. pickles. So, yeah. oh no, someone suggested Starfield. Don't make me get Game Pass. <laughs> um, I've downloaded that game and haven't touched it. Um, so I I've heard it's fine. I've also heard it's fine in that same tone of voice. Yeah. Um, Al, where can people find you, listen to you, and other podcast contexts? So I'm on a couple other shows on ScanlineMedia.com. You can hear me on the Creature Quorum which will be coming back with a Monster Hunter episode soon since the Monster Hunter mobile game just came out. It's like Monster Hunter Pokemon Go. It's kind of good, but kind of boring. Um, and we also talked about Pokemon on there a couple of years back. I'm also on the Garnet Wager, which is a wonderful 
also it's a game where i i'm a tabletop a ttrpg player uh in universe and uh you may hear cameo appearances from other people on this podcast who could say uh mm. and it's also a radio drama which is all i'm gonna say for now and it is also a tv review show of korean game shows uh, my other primary gig is a bi-monthly podcast called talking marketing which is on amaboston.org I just put out an episode with the CEO of Provolytics, Jeff Greenfield, that I'm pretty proud of. Uh, I love discovering cool. that marketers are magicians in their free time. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> check all that stuff out. What about you, Joe? What you got? Uh, you can hear me on another podcast called Super Smash Echoes that I do with my friend Justin, where we play games from the Super Smash Brothers franchise uh, or games from the franchises of the characters that are in it, I should say. Uh, Super Smash Echoes. Check it out. Delicious. Did you should do this? Did you save a Substack? Oh, and I have a Substack with uh, my writings at notdamagehelm.substack.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, could you do the plugs for us this time around? I super could, and I would love to do them. If you have questions, comments, concerns about the podcast, please email chatspod at gmail.com. That's C H A T Z P O D at gmail.com. Um, we are at chatspod on Twitter. We are while well, that website still exists. Although Elon did just announce that he's hoping to try to make people pay to use it, even basic users. And if that is the case, then we will know that is it. That's the death knell if that happens. Uh, so stay tuned for Twitter's <laughs> imminent disruption. Uh, we're also on Blue Sky. We have plenty of ships to jump to if that happens. Chatspod, bsky.social. We have a chats Discord, which you get access to by checking out the chats. Patreon, patreoncom chatspod where you can back us at one, three, or five dollars a month and get months and months and years of bonus content, including movie and show commentaries, as well as show reviews and uh, just hangout shows. Um, if you're a five dollar patron or more, you get thanked at the end of every main feed episode. And as of today, our five dollar plus patrons include Arthur, Emrys, Jen, Justin, Kat, Lee, Marcus, May Louise. Michael, Magellan's mom, Nick and Pat are the brothers at Infinite War, Noel, Six, and Stefan. If you like the show, rate us on the, plat- the platforms, Apple, Spotify, etc. If you want to find our website, it's chatspot.com. And if you like our main feed art, it's done by Camilla. Her- she is at Camillastrator on social media. I think that's everything. Before we go, though, we have one more crucial segment. As we mentioned before, this season is called Chats and a Pickle. We love pickles. We love Lassic Snackums. Lassic, please sponsor us for the love of God. But for now, it's time for Chatsums. <laughs> These are pop culture or life crunchables that you can enjoy between now and next week. John, what is or are your chatsums? Um, I have a couple uh, YouTube chatsums. Well, the Baldur's Gate 3 hyperfocus has gotten me into D&D and like D&D YouTube type stuff. Um, so, so I have we're, play- three... we're playing Neverwinter Nights 2 for your next chat. <laughs> so I have uh, three D&D YouTube channels that I want to recommend. Uh, the first is the ADHDM, <laughs> which is uh, somebody who gives DMing tips uh, from the perspective of somebody who has ADHD, which I think is uh, pretty cool as somebody who also uh, has that and wants to be that. Um, then there's a channel called Pointy Hat that has a lot of great ideas for like how to improve D&D classes or how to improve uh the flavor around different species or things like that it's more of a kind of role play oriented flavor oriented kind of thing and then uh the dungeon dudes is a great channel for very um like crunchy conversation about you know which class is the best uh damage dealer or those kinds of things so those are my three D D channel recommendations the adhdm 
pointy hat and the dungeon dudes check them out what about you i just subscribed to all three i'm gonna regret this immediately uh yeah actually um okay let me take this take this one medium at a time musically i've been listening to two new albums back and back and forth for the past couple days olivia rodriguez new album guts is surprisingly great um i thought that sour was good not great but guts is a level up for her as a writer uh as a pop musician she's already getting accusations of plagiarism yet again this is just how people seem to uh approach music by young women especially is to say there's no way that you made this yourself you had to have copied someone and it's a little messed up that people think that because i think that this is a very original album about suffering and being sad and being coming out of a bad relationship more so more in a more nuanced way than the last one and if you're still on your sad girl tip like me then you're going to listen to the new mitski album as well which is the land is inhospitable and so are we um this is a wonderful album if it's a sunday and you're cleaning the house it's a wonderful album if you're <sighs> take walking in the rain to get to work it's a wonderful album if you are alive so i really like mitski and i'm happy she's still putting out good music um those are my music chatsums. My hyper focus has been I've been getting into deeper into One Piece, the uh, the manga uh, lately. Um, so I want to shout out the One Piece podcast because if you don't know, One Piece the the most popular manga anime ever uh and they just got a netflix show that i'm not chatsuming but the manga has gone very dense it's been going for over 20 years it's in the thousands of chapters a thousand plus chapters and so the the chapters get very dense very like narratively dense and they come out once a week and i i often find myself being like i don't what happened in one piece this week and i like don't remember i don't put the storylines together all the time on my own and so the one piece podcast is a really great show for they they actually do a read through of every chapter the day after it comes out which is really nice they go panel by panel they read them in the voices and they discuss it at the end which is like perfect uh i love recap shows this is the reason we do we kind of do them here <laughs> um so check out the one piece podcast and join me in this fun adventure that is the one piece fandom that's all I got. I'm done talking. It's been a long recording. I hope you stayed to the end because that was super duper fun. I want to thank you, Magellan, for being the, the DM to my Terry. And I want to thank you also very much for listening to Chats in a Pickle. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>